but he wasn't as old as Santiago, and though Storm Ketchum didn't fish despite residing on an island that was known as a fishing mecca, he developed a sort of spiritual communion with Hemingway's old man from perennially rereading that book over the years, and he couldn't imagine living away from the water now. With today's sea-bleached apparel and his salt-and-pepper hair and the beard he was experimenting with again, both tending to mostly salt these days, his appearance was perhaps reminiscent of that of the old man, or at least one of the aging beach boys. The captain looked on, squinting in the bright midday sun and swiping a handkerchief across his brow beneath the tacky skipper's cap he always wore, for the tourists he claimed, as Ketch lifted his talisman from the cardboard box it had been stored in. Though it was well into September now, the days were still warm enough here on Hatteras Island to make one quickly work up a sweat, especially when one was getting on in years and beers, as was the case with the semi-retired charter captain. "'I hear it's hats for most folks,' the captain said. "'But I guess for you, home's where you hang your life ring, right?' "'It is indeed, Captain, it is indeed,' Ketch agreed. "'And thanks again for all your help. You're a true friend.' "'Very true. In fact, the Captain was the kind of friend who not only helps you move, but also helps you move the body, and Ketch could literally attest to that.' but though others called him by his name, Ketch just called him Captain. Ketch flipped the one-time Coast Guard seaman a quick mock military salute, then centered the life preserver on the bracket he'd carefully screwed into a stud beneath the faux-shake siding on the outside of the cabin. It was the same life ring that had graced the front deck of the port starboard house, before his old and beloved sound-front home had been pretty much totaled by the storm, and maybe also partly by his own folly with those half-installed flotation blocks, though the harried insurance adjuster hadn't mentioned them and had apparently either discounted that possibility or failed to consider it at all. Ketch had prudently refrained from inquiring. And now that same weathered off-white ring with its sun-faded red inscription would christen this vessel Port Starboard and define it as home as well, just like before. Ketch stepped back from the ring, crossed his arms, and surveyed his handiwork with satisfaction. He'd wondered a few days back if he should touch up the paint on the lettering and maybe add a two to it, or maybe even start over with a fresh new ring. None of the above, he'd ultimately and firmly decided, and now he was vindicated. It definitely looked right, just the way it was. Since he liked to believe he wasn't superstitious, he attributed that decision to psychology, along with the impulse that had driven him to take down the ring and pack it along with what he'd considered his essential possessions just before they'd evacuated ahead of the hurricane, though it may have just been his eternal optimism the captain might have sarcastically opined. But whatever the reason, psychological or otherwise, he was grateful now that something had made him do it. It had turned out to be the one artifact that could provide him with at least an illusion of the stability a part of him still craved, despite his newfound but still somewhat fragile self-confidence in what had possibly been the most unstable summer of his life to date, but paradoxically also probably his best summer ever, now that he thought back on it. He glanced at his left wrist, briefly forgetting that he no longer wore a watch. 
These days the smartphone knew all, rendering ancillary devices like watches superfluous. Despite his age, he was like today's youngsters in that regard. But old habits die hard. Carrie should be along any time now, he remarked. She knocks off at noon on Sundays, and I messaged her after we hooked up the water, so she knows we're here. She hadn't seen the boat yet, and he was a little anxious about how she'd react to it. Is she bringing the dogs? I assume so. She said she'd be keeping them both at the shop with her today. Good. They can start getting used to their new digs. Well, I don't know about that. I don't know that they'll both be living here. Why the hell not? The captain growled, provoked by Ketch's ambivalence. Come on, you two been shagging up all summer long. What's different now?'